everybody. This is Ashley. This is Karen. And this is The Musicals. Hey, Karen. How's it going? I It's going well. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. I feel like I'm just past the stress. Like, this weekend was, there were too many, like, personal things, and work okay. is a super busy time. Yes. But I, like, we literally had five engagements on Sunday alone. Whoa. Like, between 10 and 6. Oh, my gosh. Right? You're, like, too popular. Well, no, my kids, I'm just running kids around, basically. And I ended up volunteering to, like, run two of those five activities, oh. which mm-hmm. I'm done with volleyball coaching now, so that's good. And Clover Kids is only once a month, so I'm good for another, like, four weeks. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I'm just now feeling less overwhelmed, which is good. I can breathe just a hot minute. Sure. I and get it's that. Fall. Like, it's full-on fall. It is. Um, so... I said this about spring, um, because Iowa can sometimes, where springs and falls are concerned, is it's like flipping a switch, mm-hmm. and I feel like I got my money's worth from spring, because it lasted a long time, and I feel that way for fall as well, too. And because we've had a drought year, yeah. which always makes the colors much better, yeah. the colors have been fantastic this year. Yes. And we've had some rain, but not a lot of rain, and we're 10 inches shy of our yearly total so far um (laughs) and the drought monitor the weekly drought monitor is expanding every week but um because of that the leaves are staying on the trees longer so we're really having a good fall it is pretty yes and the air is nice and crisp right now but not too cold it's not too cold but it's not um i had to put the heat on yeah um it's not i would have liked it to have been where i could sleep with the windows open yeah further well, it's one of those things where, like, you need the heat overnight, but by, like, 10 a.m. you right. want it off, and then in the afternoon you want to crack the windows. It's exactly. a whole mess. Yes. No, this but is like the it. typical, I will wear 10 layers in the morning and slowly remove them through the day. Yes, my children today wore capris with sweatshirts and vests. That like, makes perfect sense. Yes. So much happening in that right. outfit. Anyway, I asked you to come here and talk to me today because I went and saw... Uh, high School Musical Junior that was at the Playhouse last week. Uh-huh. I took my tween with me, and we got to see the preview night because the show ran from October 13th through 15th, and we saw it on the 12th. So um, kind of a not a packed house because they said they were only going to have um, tickets available for like half of the house, but it oh, was okay. still pretty well attended. Okay. Um, did they do that for, was that just for the preview night or did they do that for all performances? I believe the other performances were sold out. Oh, okay. Very full. It was for preview night that they decided to do it, um, less, I think maybe to ease the performers into a big crowd. Yeah. And they did say, um, before the show started, David Kilpatrick, the executive director came out and he said... You know, the preview night is really important for these artists because they don't know necessarily, like, when is the appropriate time to stop for a laugh, right? Oh, yes. So they know their lines, but they yeah. don't have anybody laughing at these mm-hmm. lines, or they don't know when the applause breaks will be, or they they haven't performed in front of a live audience that yeah. wasn't their parents in rehearsals. Yeah. Um, so that was, they said that was really important for them to kind of gauge and be ready for opening night, and I never thought of a preview night like that, but yeah. that totally makes sense. Um, yeah, they're young performers. Yeah, they are young performers. So this was a, a Penguin project, and I'm just going to read straight from the playbill right here. Um, for those who may not know, the Penguin Project is a national organization that understands theater should be for all. 
Target participants are youths ages 10 through 21 who perform a shortened version of a well-known musical. All roles are performed by young artists with developmental disabilities. They share the stage with dedicated peer mentors, youths of the same age who are there to support, guide, and ensure that everyone succeeds. Together, all participants work side by side for more than four months of rehearsals to present three public performances. At the national level, the Penguin Project is committed to not letting anything inhibit a child's ability to participate in theater, and at the Playhouse, it is primary to our mission, vision, and values. Mm-hmm. So that's the Penguin Project, and mm-hmm. I think last year was the first year they did it with Annie. Yes. Um, and so this is their second year doing this, and again, it was High School Musical Junior. And I did not see Annie, so I didn't know what to expect when I came to this performance. I also, once, I, I come and I open up the playbill and I start looking. Yes. And immediately, you haven't seen the playbill, but you'll see that every role is double casted. Okay. So and, it's the performer and their mentor. Right. And the, and they call, they're this artist mentor. And I wondered how this would look on stage and mm-hmm. if it would be confusing to an audience and what the roles the mentors had. Mm-hmm. It was a very, very cool opportunity for both the artists and the mentors. I have questions. Please, hit me with questions. Okay, so my question has to do with this. So, um, is their mentor side by side to them during the performance? What I'm thinking about is with um, uh, like a performance like The Lion King, where you may have um, uh, like uh, puppetry as well. You um, have the you're fixated on the actual person who is the character. Is that what it's like? Okay, I was worried about this, honestly, because like that's gonna be there's gonna be extra people. Yeah. It worked so so well because okay. first of all, it's set in a high school, right? Oh sure. Kids don't walk around by themselves. Yes. So the mentors were almost like the best friends of the okay. of the actor. Yes. Which totally made sense. Yeah. It didn't seem like they were like double casted at all. Okay. It seemed like this is my sidekick. This is my best friend. Did they wear the same costume though? No. They okay. wore complimentary costumes. Okay. So, for example, the artists that were on the basketball team, yes, there said Wildcats on them. The mentors were just a plain red. Oh, okay. Um, and for ones that weren't so, like that was a very so specific. You know, your eye is still drawn to the performer because correct. they're the ones in costume. And they are always upstage too. And okay. I won't say the others aren't in costume. They are in costumes, but they're in complimentary costumes, okay. and they're not distracting. Gotcha. So for the kids, they were almost always like next to each other, mm-hmm. but there were adult roles, which um, were also played by older youth. Again, it's targeted to 21. 21. And uh, reading through the playbill, a lot of them were um, like seniors somewhere mm-hmm. in there or in some sort of transitional program between, you know, af- immediately after high school. Yeah. Um, and so the adults, I would say, were not as close. Okay. So they tended... Like the the art teacher would be or the drama teacher she'd be upstage and the um, mentor would be backstage or like downstage kind of looking at a clipboard or something. Gotcha. And the coach would come out and the assistant coach would be on the side and you were like, she's so it was like assistant. kind of like an extra more so than yes. a companion. Um. No, I mean for the kids they were definitely companions. For okay. the adults, I feel like they were more like a an additional character gotcha. that was on stage, but not distracting at all. Yep. In fact, there was one um, where the two leads, um, they were supposed to be in some garden or something, 
And so the artists were down in front and the mentors were kind of in the back just messing with plants. Okay. You know what I mean? Yep. And it totally didn't seem weird because yes. they were like sort of eavesdropping on their friends. Yes. Who were having this com- this intimate conversation. Right. Um, Which is totally high school. Totally high school. There was one time um, where for some reason the artist did not come back on stage. Okay. And so that mentor just said the line and just went on with the day. But oh. you knew that they, that they were paired. Yeah. So it was not weird at all. That's really cool. Yes. So I, I think that's super great because I, I mean, these are kids with uh, developmental disabilities performing on a stage that is incredibly, mm-hmm. like, scary for yeah. anyone. Yes. And so I have no idea why this character didn't come on stage at this point. Yeah. Um, but she didn't. And the mentor just did the lines, did the thing, and then the character came back out later. And yep. you know what? It was no big deal. Yep. It was totally fine. Um, a couple of the lead characters, um, I assume, were deaf and were signing. Okay. So they would sign the part, and then their mentor would say the words. Really? Right? So that you knew what was going on. Okay. But, and so Sharpay was played by, I didn't realize they were sisters until later, but Sharpay was played by Lonnie Dirks, and then her mentor was Cambria Dirks. Anyway, um, the mentor was so sassy. Um, (laughs) And it just came out, because her sister would be signing, and then she'd be like, nah, 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 and I was like, oh my gosh, I can feel, like, the sassiness between them, Uh and also, like, what they're projecting towards everybody. Uh Um, and they were, it was like they were such this little teeny tiny click. Yeah. But they were essentially playing the same but character. But that makes, so I've never seen High School Musical, but I know enough, like, around it that that fits the role. Mm-hmm. Because isn't she kind of the main girl? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so funny. And I, you know, um, the kids really knew where they were supposed to be, what they were supposed to be doing. I very rarely saw the mentor, like, redirecting somebody. Okay. Um, but it was always done very, um, subtly, stealthily. Yep. Okay. Yep. And it was very clear that the artists were the showcase, right? Yep. Um, so I, it's such a great opportunity for the artists, but also for those mentors. Like I am in awe of the relationship that they had built with these, um, individuals. So another question. So with the mentors, are they about the same age? Yes. So you've got a considerable, say for a younger performer, you've got a considerable amount of maturity in that mentor. Yes. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And I mean, the lead to characters. So Gabriella was played by McKenna O'Meara and her mentor was Julia Richer. And um, Troy Bolton was played by Elias Anderson and his mentor was Jackson Hamilton. And if I look here in the um, playbill, these kids are so young, and it's so much to remember. Um, Of course, I can't find them quickly. Well, I can fill in that I read an article on KCCI where they talked about the Penguin Project. Yes. And I didn't go see the performance, but Elias won my heart because he said he wanted to be a scientist. (laughs) I don't know if it's in the playbill or not. But according to KCCI, he said uh, that, um, where is this as I'm looking on? This is the Playhouse's second Penguin Project show, another scheduled for next year. Each actor on stage shows anyone can achieve their dreams of being a Broadway star, or in Elias's case, a scientist. (laughs) A future scientist showing the world the sky's the limit. Yes, so he was a seventh grader. Okay. Um... 
but like I said, they're kind of a range of ages. And like Sharpay, she was a freshman in high school. Um, McKenna O'Meara, who played Gabriella, she was the artist there. Um, looks like she's in the Senior Plus program at Valley. Um, she had so many lines, and she delivered them so well. Okay. Um, it was, it was funny. Um, there was also uh, like a teacher that came on, kind of, and did the announcements. Okay. And he was out in front with uh, David Kilpatrick at the beginning to kind of talk mm-hmm. to. Um, and every time he came on, I could I couldn't stop laughing. He was so so funny. And his mentor just stood there and basically like did some sort of actions to go with whatever he was saying. And okay. his facial expressions were so great. It was so fun. Um, I have another question that has now just slipped my mind. Oh, singing. Mm-hmm. So it says. High School Musical. Yes. You keep talking about lines. Was they singing? They were singing. Yes, oh, there okay. was. Yes. Okay, so when they sang, um, both the character and the mentor would sing. Okay. Um, yes, as appropriate. Okay. Um, so yes, there was definitely singing, and I couldn't tell if the um, the actor behind the piano was actually playing piano or not. I really okay. wanted to know. Yes. I think maybe the mentor was playing piano. Gotcha. Um, Another thing that was different from other productions was uh, the directors were in front, kind of in the orchestra pit. Oh, yeah. Um, So I'm not exactly sure which ones they were. The director was Kim Van Heck, and the music director was Derek Phelps, but there was a third one, so I don't know if that was the choreographer, Natalie Thomas. I'm unsure, but they had the... um, you know, they had the score in front of them yeah. if they needed any help. And I did see one was signing okay. pretty consistently to um, people on stage because there were several with, with hearing um, disabilities. So someone was always signing. And then at the very beginning, I noticed that when they came out and they was clapping, they were doing the jazz oh, hands. Uh-huh. And I was like, I am into this. So yes. I did, I, you know, I waved my hands instead yeah. because, you know, a deaf performer cannot hear yeah. that, right? Yeah. And so at the end, too, everyone kind of stood because, again, you if you are hard of hearing, you're not going to know if the, right. the crowd enjoyed it. Yeah. And at the very end, they did, like, Don't Stop Believing Journey just oh. for funsies. Uh-huh. And you could tell they were having so much fun. And there were a lot of kids that did really, really well through the whole show. And then at the last one, like, they I lost it. <laughs> you know what I mean? They were, you could tell they were having so much fun and that they had really made, um, like, connections with these mentors. Um, I will say, too, at least the night that we went, we had a really inclusive audience. Okay. So um, what may have been disruptions to other productions uh-huh. was no big deal. Okay. Right? So um, I could tell there were people with disabilities in in mm-hmm. the, the crowd and yeah, totally fine. Everybody is there to support these kids. Yeah. Um, and I am just so proud of them. It was so interesting yeah. to see. And, in fact, my daughter is... Um, She's 10, so she's in fifth grade. And when we left, she goes, Mom, I think I want to be a mentor. That would be super fun. Oh, my goodness. She, I asked her if she wanted to try out for um, which one's coming up. One of the, oh, the Ivy and Bean, because we were looking okay. at things coming up. She loves the Ivy and Bean. And she's like, no, 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 I don't want to try out for that. But she's like, but I would be a mentor. Aww. And I'm like, that's awesome. This is great because it's so much opportunity. Like I said, the if the mentor is about the same age as performers, then they have a remarkable amount of maturity. But what also opportunity and a safe space as well for, say, a kid who's not, um, who doesn't want to be on stage as the entire focus is on them, to share that responsibility, you know, so you're not, both performers, you know, performer and mentor are not doing it alone, they each have each other. Yeah, yeah. So that's a great opportunity too. I didn't think of it that way. 
Well, and as, as I read through the playbill, too, a lot of the mentors um, have people in their families that okay. are either performing or um, have disabilities, and so that's why they mm-hmm. were inspired to help out. There was one of the mentors um, is a DMAC student who is going into special education. Okay. Um, what I thought was really kind of great, too, was um, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven swing mentors. Oh. They had more mentors than they that's great. had. Um, performer or artists but when everyone was on stage there was like 50 people on stage really it was a lot did they have to open it all the way back then you know how sometimes oh that's my follow-up question has to do with um, props and um, things like that okay so they had like a screen in the back that they would change sometimes but relatively minimal props they bring out like a um like a bench, or they would bring out school desks, or okay. a locker, uh, the piano in the art room. Pretty minimal. They did bring out a basketball hoop at some point, and then they passed around the basketball. They didn't throw it, I think, because they were worried it would go off stage. Sure. Um, and then at the very end, there was like some sort of uh, computerized basketball that fell through the oh, hoop. Oh, funny. You know what I mean? Um, I will say, there was one scene where it's like, there's this science test happening, or science, uh, some sort of competition, and the drama rehearsal and the basketball okay. all happening at the same time. There was a lot happening on that stage. It wasn't, I mean, it was hard for me to figure out where I, who I should be listening to because they were all singing. <laughs> um, but it was just like, these people are over here, yeah. and there were a lot of people at the basketball game, which made sense. But it was just like, there was a lot happening all at once. <laughs> But they made it work. They they definitely did. Um, and yeah, there's another guy I wanted to call out. Uh, Ryan Evans was played by DJ Brown, and his mentor was Porter Kimball. He had a lot of swagger, and it was Ugh. awesome. He kept wanting to throw his hat into the crowd, but would stop himself. <laughs> um, and he had so much swagger, it was hilarious. It made me laugh a lot. <laughs> This sounds like just such a great organization and an opportunity as well too. And kudos to the Des Moines Playhouse for starting to do this last year and then having another performance this year. Yeah. And it sounds like they're lined up for next year as well too. Are they? Good. Yeah. I I think they had great attendance. I think like they're doing a lot of good things for a lot of kids here. The other one, the one I said that was really funny earlier, Jack Scott was played by Robert Thacker, and his mentor was Ridge Rutherford. They were hilarious as yeah. a pair. I, he could have come out all the time. And every time he came out, my daughter was like, he's so funny, and I'm like, I know, I love him. Ugh. But anyway, it was a great production. I'm glad they got three shows in. That yes. was awesome. And like I said, I had read that it was sold out, and they got a lot of coverage from KCCI. Yeah. Um, just a really great experience for not only the people that are in it, but the people watching it. They practice for four months. It's a long time. That's a long time. That is a long time time, uh, to do something, um, again, remarkable maturity from the performers and their mentors because in, say, seventh grade, I did not have staying power. (laughs) Um, This is why I do not play the piano. and so that to me took dedicate four months to rehearsals and then an entire long weekend to performances yeah. and come back and do it again and again and again um, is very, very commendable. That staying power 
is very commendable even beyond performances and talent that yeah to me says a lot i also liked while reading there's a lot of cast and while reading through um why they want to be part of it yeah a lot of them are like i i wanted to make friends nice i wanted to meet more people like me uh-huh um and i think that's that has really to be empowering too. as well too right? you know because i think about that as um being a minority is the minute you um you find your tribe you find a place to belong yeah and so. that's really awesome yeah very cool well next year i need to go you do yeah you do. it was fun okay thanks karen thanks for sharing there just wanted to take a quick moment to ask you to subscribe to our podcast wherever it is you're listening rate us and review us and that helps other listeners find us and also lets us know what it is you like about our podcast find us on facebook at the musicals or email us at desmusicals at gmail.com tell us what you think about the shows that we've reviewed or recommend a show for us to watch and we'd be happy um, to take your input reach out to us we'd love to hear from you Bye.